0: Hello and welcome to the Why Work podcast series. You are listening to Trace Witkowski, Sarah Pazell and Alan Girl. About reality TV. What's your favourite show? Why is there silence? Oh, that's a that's a difficult question, isn't it? Are you both te- are you telling me that neither of you two watch reality television?
1: I All almost right? never watch TV. I think Alone <laughs> will
2: be my favourite one.
1: What is Alone? Alone. What's that
2: Alone that's where people are dropped out, dropped in the the middle oh. of the wilderness, and they. I have to survive.
1: See, I like like Ninja Warrior or something, but I don't know yeah, that that qualifies true. as a reality TV. It's just the, you get the backstory, no, right? You get the backstory. I like stuff like that.
2: Yeah, my son was on
0: it.
1: But, I, um, yes, and we'll we'll yes, get your back to this. Son. Yes. yes. yes
0: However, um, he doesn't like reality TV. I'm I'm a tragic. Are you serious? I wrote a book on it. So the thing is, I love reality TV, and the justification for watching it was, of course, the research, to write the book,
1: etc. However, yeah. Oh, that's that voyeuristic <laughs>
0: aspect coming out. <laughs> so, I like
1: it. so with alone, is it, is it the fact that people are really struggling? You like to see that when people are pushed to that, that nth degree of testing the human condition?
2: I think alone, and this is just for me personally, yeah. is about male psychology.
1: Oh, tell me about it.
2: Yeah, because it's mostly men that are on alone. There are women who are very successful on That's the show. That's why the show's called Alone. Yeah, and it looks at, you know, you look at how they cope being alone over an extended period of time. And for some men, being alone over a week is very devastating.
1: So because wow. we talked about yoga, um, I did a, yo- a yoga um, Vipassana. Have you guys heard of that? No. A Vipassana is a... It says 10 days but it's really 12 days of a silent meditation retreat and it's about 14 hours and you can't talk silent right and most of, you're not even allowed to exercise you can do some gentle movement but I would normally have gone for a jog or done something or, or a yoga practice. And that's frowned upon. So you have to sit in stillness and just let your mind be. And we saw people melt down, cry, leave this, the institution. Uh, it was here up in Pomona. You know, men and women are segregated. If you're a regular there, if you return, you don't have your evening meal as well. So food can be restricted. It's 12 days, day of arrival, 10 days of silence. 12th day silence. And, and it's amazing what you do notice. You notice the, the kangaroos and you notice the, the vibrance and, of the colors in nature. You notice how things move a little slower. And when somebody speaks to you after the 12th day, it's quite alarming. But not a lot of people can handle that. It's a marathon for the mind. I think sometimes a marathon for the body might be easier. A marathon for the mind is con- very confronting. So you've got these people who are alone for this period of time.
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They, they find it very difficult. Well, Interesting, because okay. I wonder, uh, the reason why I
0: raised that is not because I wanted to find out whether you guys are into reality TV like I am. In the last couple of years, in terms of work health and safety, there have been some cases where contestants have been defined or deemed to be workers and were awarded compensation.
1: So say that again, a contestant on a reality TV show has been determined to be a worker. Because I have a friend who was asked to audition for a reality TV show. It was like a gladiator, one of those shows. And initially, he was told he would be a character, a regular character, and he was really excited. Then at the last minute, they changed that role and had him just be a contestant.
0: I'm talking about as a result of their appearance on these shows, the courts awarded workers' compensation for issues around work health and safety especially in relation to psychosocial hazards. So this is squarely relevant to the stuff we've been talking about over uh, the last season and now. And I raise it because there are two cases. And the reason why I'm quite curious about it, apart from being into reality TV, is this. In uh, probably less than, say, seven or eight years ago, the the self-regulated commercial television code of conduct, interestingly, had protections and special definitions in the code to protect contestants as from psychosocial harm. And I'll just quickly read what the now redundant code used to say. It said it's it was at clause 1.9, what was prescribed material, a license may not broadcast a program dot 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 dot, dot which is likely in all the circumstances to, in reference to reality TV, present participants in reality television programs in a highly demeaning or highly exploitative manner.
1: Wait wait a minute. That's the whole point of reality TV. Help Ah. me out here, right? That you go on there and you know that you're going to be exploited almost. Like that is the, you're invited to be exploited so that ratings go up. They want something dramatic. Just like I was asking about the lawyers in a court of law. We we like the drama.
0: Yeah, but hang on. Don't steal my thunder. (laughs) Um, demeaning so they define demeaning a depiction or description sexual in nature which is a serious debasement of persons or a group of persons within a program or exploitative clearly appearing to purposefully debase or abuse which is stuff i think you're alluding to a person or a group of persons for the enjoyment of others a bit like the Colosseum, and lacking moral this is the big one moral artistic and other values so in other words what you said about yeah we're watching these we're cringing. We're watching these people. Well, can I just say, that was the code. And bizarrely, that section has been excised. And there is no reference to reality TV contestants under the current code, oh. which I find curious because the momentum with psychosocial health and well-being has just exponentially grown. On the up point, and up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The regulation. And you might think, the listeners might be thinking, where the hell is he going with this? Well, I'm telling you this now. Two decisions one, the matter of prints in the seven network, one the matter of green. Issues around psychosocial health and well being were discussed in these
2: cases. So- and that's that's because the performers on the reality T V show are considered workers. So they're in a workplace environment. And well,
0: the thing is, depending on the jurisdiction, they were considered not as contractors, but they were considered as, in one case, deemed workers at that workplace was entitled to workers' compensation. So they were doing a contract, not for services, as an independent contractor might, but rather a contract that would typically resemble an employee contract. So tell
2: us about those cases. Yeah.
0: So the case was really interesting. One involved a renovation show, and in that particular case, matter of Prince, the claimant was entitled to compensation. So they did traverse the issue whether or not the worker was an employee. But in any event, the reason why it made its way to the tribunal, this was a um, a New South Wales decision. The reason why it made its way to the tribunal was because a claim was put in for a psychological injury, and the worker was defined as a worker, despite the fact defence unsuccessfully submitted that no. I know this person wasn't a worker but rather a mere TV contestant. They so, were competing for money. Are they whatever. paid
1: anyway? Do they get a base because and they're giving they, up their yeah. life to go do this? Are they getting paid a base?
0: So bit by bit, the court looked at all the um, indicia, all the all the tick boxes, if you like, to see on the balance of probabilities, are they a worker? That's one. They got an allowance.
1: An allowance. Okay. Give us, give so us okay. a bit
2: more information. Give yeah. us a bit of information about the facts. So
0: anyway, before we get to that, I'll just say that. So ultimately, though, the, the key was to win $200,000. Right. So they were in there. But unfortunately... What happened was this contestant and her colleague, they were portrayed, the producers had engineered and created a narrative where these two were
2: the villains. And doesn't that happen on every...
1: Doesn't that happen on team? every... Sure. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm waiting because... Yeah. The- That doesn't seem like a punchline to me in as much as that's what happens on reality TV. How do you not know when you're going on reality TV in terms of disclosure here that that you you may be uh, made a mockery of?
0: Yeah, and so the reason why the submission was that they had made us out to be the villains was because the footage, the allegation was only that footage of them complaining or being nasty or being narky was used in order then to create that narrative so for us we in the telly reel to go oh, oh those o- gosh.
1: Yeah. profile people
0: this is an uh, this is an illustration of how people are ultimately affected by others conduct and here we are in a reality tv show but so what's happened is it doesn't stop there though by portraying these people in this light then the it was open to continue the villainous portrayal online via social media. yeah.
1: So the the TV producers did this, or you mean the general public just heaped it on?
0: Well, the producers enabled for the general public to heap it on, as you say. So the worker claimed that as a result of these actions, she suffered a psychological injury. She also claimed she was fearful of her safety. Mm. Cyberspace safety is a big thing. That her career had been ruined.
1: I was going to ask, what's the harm? Right, okay.
0: That she had been drinking heavily to self-medicate. She didn't like being portrayed as that person and that she now felt anxious about just leaving her home. So it's interesting that now the code of conduct that I read out to you before, that passage 1.19, doesn't exist but it did back in the day.
1: So money talks. Who? who rem- yeah. How did that get removed? Big yeah. money talks?
0: Codes come, codes go. Codes but go. Getting back to what you were saying before about, well, why would anyone else want to watch it, you see? So, But it's an interesting example of that, the idea of what is a worker. And I'm really bringing it up because of the reality TV, this expansive, well, I'm going to call it an expansive deconstruction of who is a worker and what is work. And this reality
1: TV is kind of interesting too. I mean, don't we want to tune off of all the serious stuff and all the rules and go ahead and watch something that can break the rules.
0: Yeah, but except, that's one thing, except it's work. This reality show is work. Now, Alan, you're grinning. Why? It's Challenge not real. the
2: only case, is it? We've it's There's been the other case. cases too.
0: So, yeah, so you might think, oh, it's a one-off. They're, they're devoting a whole show to this. No, there's another case involving My Kitchen Rules, and it's called Green, the case of Green against Seven Network. Piper Green was the applicant in
2: that one. Do you know anything about that one, Alan? I know a little bit about it. Um, That was a case where one of the contestants had a relationship with another contestant in another team. And in one show, they exposed the relationship and portrayed uh, the woman as uh, being a liar. Uh, It was was really quite intense. There's uh, material on YouTube. You can go looking for it. You know, the shaming that occurred was really very intense.
1: So they were cheating on their couple who were contestants on this game.
2: Well, that's uh, that's interesting. I don't know whether I would personally call it cheating, but they were uh, they had a romantic relationship and it was not with the right couple, yeah, with another with, with another, a, team with another member, person that's what I'm in saying. another team. It was definitely not the right time to have a romantic relationship and she had been questioned about it and denied it when, in fact, it was true.
1: Well, the reason I say cheating is oftentimes it's couples that go on the show. So who knows what the status uh, of that relationship was? I'm not was, sure about that, Trace, okay. do you
0: know? Well, look, I'm not sure. But similar to the, uh, to the Prince matter, the essence of this case, and this may as well read a case in relation to somebody working in a traditional workplace, even though... You can work from anywhere, any place. All of our themes have been around that traditional employment relationship. But today I wanted to sort of move it a bit because if, we, if somebody were to put in a claim for, and I'm reading straight out of the judgment, psychological injury and somebody who claims vilification and bullying in the course of employment, we'd sort of understand that. But we're contextualising this in a reality TV context and it's precisely that. In the Green case, a claim was made for psychological injury and the applicant was asking to be categorised as a worker, irrespective of the fact that she's a contestant on a reality TV show, but a worker. And so whilst the court didn't go so far as to deem her or even define her as a worker, compensation by agreement was
2: still provided and
1: work from anywhere was some a thing we've been talking about
2: yeah. so they're working on a tv yeah, show if you, if you think if you think about a workplace that's not a tv show yeah and well, you let's say
0: two it was the people rig- yeah. or, or the gather, the rigger or the cameraman on the reality show
2: well let's just take it to an ordinary officer an accountancy affair yeah. yeah. and two people develop a relationship it would be totally unacceptable uh, to expose one of those two people uh, and publicly shame them
1: Right, gotcha. That's it. I, I thought you were about to say it would be totally unacceptable for those two people to have a relationship. I'm like, what? Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> so no, I mean, that it's that the, the, it's the public
1: shaming, yeah. and you're just putting the office box on top of it. Now, some are, yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be it might be a
2: workplace where two workers having a relationship creates difficulties, but you would have to deal with that with the utmost sensitivity.
0: Well, can I say something provocative? What's the fact that they've signed up for this show? Aren't they in a, in a way going to expect it or anticipate? Yeah, I'm do, not they, not, say do they sign
1: waivers it? and say, "Hey, I can break an arm if I'm on Ninja Warrior," and "Hey, I may I anything <laughs> I do or yeah. say I'm it can be used by the producers yeah. in any way they want and used here and after throughout the universe, basically. And
2: I think those case reports don't talk about the contractual arrangements. They no, do they? They simply so. wanted to know whether or not this person
0: ought to get. Compo or not? Now, of course, network said no. Why? They're not workers. But see, the, uh, the element
1: of consent still comes into me because in healthcare, you think about: well, you sign your rights away when you go have surgery. And by the way, this can kill you. Sign it, uh, okay? But in fact, you can still contest this and say you really didn't understand that complexity of those inherent risks before you walked in the door and how could you at your level of knowledge versus a surgeon right so you still can test those those yeah. elements of consent so i'm assuming in this employment law and this aspect of going on a reality show i could never have fathomed that you were going to expose a personal relationship that i might have that i formed and make me look like a villain me, whatever the right phrasing is for what has occurred
0: indeed the the fact that uh, as a result of those actions that trigger manifesting into psychological injury is really what this is about. So it it really goes back to it almost, to me, even by looking at this case, it's almost now uh, this idea of work health and safety duties or obligations sort of superimposing the traditional contractual arrangement.
1: (laughs) dissolving, blurred lines again. Here we are. I read too much Here we are. <laughs> too much.
0: But no. The point is this, so um, the idea of bringing in something like a concept like reality TV, like what? No, come on, you're going to show you, you win the money, now get off. Yeah. But actually now being a worker is really what I'm interested in. We're transcending these boundaries and they are blurring what we would have thought 10, 20 years ago. I mean, the cases we discussed last season probably wouldn't have got it 20 years ago and now the courts are seeing it through a wider lens. Of work. I
1: think, you know, on that reality TV show, the camera person yeah. or um, who's setting up the set and the stage, they might clearly see themselves as workers. But I don't think I would have ever thought of the contestant as a worker and that the, the producers of that TV show are a person conducting a business or undertaking on behalf of contestants.
2: Especially not when it's early in the season. Yeah. You know, if there's been, if they've had the opportunity to watch earlier episodes, they know what they're in for. But
1: the, or do the, they? The law
2: says, you know, that there's no voluntary acceptance of risk.
1: And that's 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 what I was getting at before, So how much does a consent form and a disclosure actually mean? And maybe they were entertained when they were safe in their homes with their family eating popcorn and they didn't even really understand what that impact would be on them because they're not psychologists to understand those interacting risk factors, to understand if they were subject to that experience How might they really feel? Mm. And what are their threshold tolerances? What are their vulnerabilities that could be, you know, exploited?
2: Well, it makes good TV to get people who can be exploited. It makes good
1: TV. That's right. Someone who's dramatic, someone who's Mm. got a history of pain and trauma, Mm. uh, who will roll around on the floor wailing or who will fall in love wherever they look, right? That's more interesting. So are you saying because you've
0: signed up to go on this show, you know... What to expect? Are you saying suck
1: it up? No, no, I'm saying I'm saying you might think that on the surface, but underneath that, a person who's safe in this in the setting of their home living room with friends, laughing about this and writing Facebook messages about a show before they go on, might not ever really have understood how that could impact them if they were in the hot seat. Mm-hmm.
0: We hope you enjoyed that episode of Why Work. You've been listening to Traj, Sarah and Alan. And if you'd like to know more about some of the things we've talked about today, please subscribe and we'd be more than happy to provide you with information, names of cases and other things that may interest you. Please be aware that none of the matters we've talked about today should be construed as legal advice or any other type of advice. We're just here to talk about all things related to work.
1: See you next time
0: equip the sea.